Hello and welcome to Radio Edu Talk. This is David Noble in Dalgetty Bay as ever and I'm delighted to welcome to the show today uh, Douglas Hutchison who is Director of People and the Deputy uh, Chief Executive at, in, uh, South, at South Ayrshire Council. Uh, welcome to Edu Talk, Douglas. Hi, hi David, thanks. And over the next uh, 10 minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about the Regional Improvement Collaborative in Douglas's area. Uh, but just before we start, um, could you just give listeners a brief background to your career in education? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, I started off as a secondary RE teacher, um, a first degree in philosophy and theology. Um, so I did that for a while, but I was always interested in becoming an educational psychologist. So my second degree is in psychology. So after uh, teaching RE in secondary schools. I went into a residential special school uh, for a year and then behaviour support teacher and from there I was accepted into the educational psychology course at Strathclyde so trained as an educational psychologist. Uh, worked as an educational psychologist here in South Ayrshire for a few years and became principal psychologist and then uh, went and joined HMI. So I worked in HMI for five years, um, mainly inspecting in special schools, but then uh, inspecting additional support needs in secondary schools and uh, inspecting primary schools as well. So I did that for five years and then came back here as to South Ayrshire as uh, Head of Education and then through various restructures and changes of title, uh, I'm responsible for education and uh, a pile of other things now in the council too, which is common across most councils, especially smaller councils like um, South Ayrshire, you end up with uh, a whole lot of responsibilities. So anyway, that's a, a brief potted history of my um, background in education. That's great, Douglas, thanks. Now, they've, they've been around for uh, over 12 months now, but um, just for the benefit of maybe more of our uh, listeners further afield from Scotland, can you just explain what regional improvement collaboratives are and where they originated from? Yeah, the regional, there are six regional improvement collaboratives uh, in Scotland and they were set up um, in a collaboration really between local government and Scottish government. But in terms of where they came from, the OECD uh, did the review of uh, Scottish education in 2015 and one of the issues highlighted in the OECD review of Scottish education in the report was the had this they they called for a, a strengthened middle they called it and there was what what they were saying was that if if curriculum for excellence is ever to achieve its full potential it can't be done by a top down approach uh, to education there needs to be real ownership um from the, the bottom up almost and and they they talked about a strengthened middle and uh, responsibility being taken at all levels if curriculum for excellence was ever to achieve its potential. So it was in that context that the the notion of um, regional uh, collaboratives uh, was born. Um, and so through the Next Steps document the, the Scottish Government published in 2017, they set out what they, their vision for um, regional collaboration was there then followed a summer of debate and discussion uh, between COSLA, the local government body, and the Scottish government, and ADS was involved in that, and SOLAS, the various um, players, and uh, come up with a, a, a model and a, a, a kind of set of geographies um, around the collaboratives. And the idea is that through um, working together as, uh, at, at local authority level, 
there'll be a greater consistency across the country in terms of the professional support offered to individual schools. I mean, the intention ultimately to make a difference in the classroom, that's what matters. Um, so rather than going wholesale down the road of restructuring um, local authorities, restructuring education, uh, they, they went down the road of a kind of more of a voluntary approach uh, to governance to to looking at the way education governed really and so the regional collaboratives uh, were formed as I said there are six of them our regional collaborative is the Southwest Educational Improvement Collaborative so it's made up of the three Ayrshire authorities and Dumfries and Galloway so the four authorities collectively we um, are about 10% of the Scottish uh, population whereas uh, South Ayrshire on its own would be 2% of the population so there are various sizes, you know, like the, the West Partnership, for example, is eight local authorities, so that's 40% of Scotland. That's almost all of the previous Strathclyde minus Air Division in Argyll and Butte, so it's, it's massive. So there are variations in size, but in principle, um, the idea is that we can work more effectively at scale to address issues around professional learning principally uh, and improvements in in the quality of the offer at, at, at school level. And can you say a little bit more then about the aims of the collaboratives and maybe in particular the, the South West? You know, to, to what extent are they linked with the, the current, you know, the updated national improvement framework? Yeah, the... In terms of the, the, the aims of the collaborative, I mean, they're, they're all slightly different, but ultimately the aim is to, to improve the support, the, the professional learning that's on offer to, to teachers so that we can make a difference in, in classroom, because what matters is making a difference uh, to a learner's experience in the classroom. Um, in, in the southwest, from the beginning, the, the directors, the heads of education got together and, and, and we were clear that this wasn't going to become an entity. Um, it wasn't going to become another layer of bureaucracy. It wasn't going to become another layer of accountability. What we wanted was that through working together, we could work at scale um, share uh, responsibility for different aspects of development and so on. Focusing on specific aspects of the National Improvement Framework, try and improve um, the offer overall because all of us are experiencing cuts, all of us are experiencing reductions in the staff available at the centre, you know, like the quality improvement staff and so on. But if we work together on specific areas, then uh, it's more effective, it's more cost effective uh, and so on. So. In terms of the the aim of the Southwest Improvement Collaborative, we um, focused principally on um, raising attainment, especially in literacy and numeracy. We wanted to focus on um, closing the poverty-related attainment gap, and we wanted to focus on uh, teacher professionalism uh, and leadership. So we didn't. We don't want to just talk in abstract about collaborative scale or collaboration leading to improvement. We wanted to tie that down in some way um, and not, not talk about collaborative capacity in the abstract. And so we come up with four work streams which we thought were uh, consistent with the National Improvement, um, National Improvement Framework and consistent with um, what's going on. Uh, in, in the educational landscape. So in terms of collaborative scale was our first priority and that was, uh, we tied that down to 
um, ensuring children benefit from the highest quality of early learning and childcare because everybody's involved in the expansion, the 1140 expansion. And so we wanted to share learning around that, but that was about collaborative scale. Um, so the four of us working together on ensuring consistent, high quality early learning in a context of rapid expansion. Uh, we thought that was useful. So that's our work, uh, that was our first work stream. The second work stream was around improving attainment and literacy and numeracy across the broad general education, because that issue of a shared consistent standard uh, through appropriate assessment and moderation um, is key to improving attainment. So the focus there was on teacher professionalism. So there's a, a priority work stream on uh, assessment and moderation and ensuring consistent teacher professional judgment across the broad general education. So that whether you're in Moffat or Largs, you know, that, uh, achievement of third level looks the same. Uh, so the expectation is the same. So getting a consistent standard. So that was the second priority. The third priority was, naturally enough, closing the poverty-related attainment gaps, so teacher professionalism again, so improving attainment more quickly for children and young people who are most disadvantaged. So again, sharing effective practice. We had um, uh, our um, big day recently, it was in uh, uh, back in, in March, where we all uh, got together. So there was there was around 200 got together in air and um, there were a lot of really good workshops where individual schools were sharing good practice on, on what they were doing. I was looking at the evaluations yesterday and the, the evaluations were really positive, particularly uh, about um, teachers, it's mainly head teachers in this case, being able to go and listen to good practice and hear what other people had done. They really liked uh, going to the workshops more than listening to somebody like me talking from the front of the stage to a massive um, audience. So uh, the, the focus of that day was a, a lot on uh, closing the poverty-related attainment gap. And the fourth um, priority, the fourth work stream for us was on leadership. So um, particularly building leadership capacity to improve the learner journey. In the first year of the collaborative, it was focused mainly on secondary schools. Uh, this year, though, the phase two plan is focusing on building leadership capacity across um, primary as well. So there's a, uh, some primary head teachers um, in that work stream as well. But the focus, again, is on building leadership capacity to improve the learner journey. So Overall, the focus is on collaborative capacity, peer-to-peer, school-to-school and authority-to-authority collaboration with a view to improving the experience for the learner in the classroom. Um, and we've tied that down to four work streams, uh, which are focused mainly on teacher professionalism, closing the gap and on leadership uh, consistent with the National Improvement Framework. So those are the areas that we're working on uh, at the moment. That's great, Douglas. And uh, of course, you should have said at the top of the show that... Uh, uh, yourself and, and the, the role as regional lead. So um, how does that look like you know, in terms of governance and in terms of the, the kind of taking forward the, the, the practical work of the collaborative? Yeah, I mean, like as I said at the beginning, we were keen for this not to be an entity. And with that in mind, the four, um, there were four kind of, we call it the strategic uh, officers group, the four heads of service or directors from the three Ayrshires in Dumfries and Gala. We, we have had a consistent ethos of working collaboratively, working in a collegiate way. And for all, I'm the uh, regional lead. Um, it's 
I, I don't have any kind of line management responsibility or seniority over uh, the other directors. At the end of the day, we're all responsible for our own authorities. But in the areas that we've agreed to collaborate and where we think there is an opportunity to work together, that, that's what we're doing. So the ethos isn't one of being in any way senior to any of the uh, the others. That is a, really a facilitation role, um, I would say. So. I have the responsibility for that for a three-year period uh, initially, um, and so I'd basically pull together the the meetings, um, ensure that initially it was about ensuring the work streams were up and running, that the plan was actually in place, that we consulted on the plan. More recently, though, uh, with the funding from Scottish government, um, we've been able to appoint a, a second uh, head teacher into the role of uh, quality improvement manager for the regional improvement collaborative for us that's Fiona McDougall since Fiona came along she's been outstanding she has just taken um, the kind of day-to-day management and the day-to-day running of the collaborative and, and, and just run with it and it has made a huge difference to me so I have you know the kind of strategic responsibility and um, you know, chair the strategic officers meetings and go to the Scottish Education Council and uh, bits and pieces like that. But in terms of the day-to-day operation of the collaborative, uh, with the funding we got from Scottish Government, then we've been able to second uh, a few people um, and uh, pulling all that together, we've got Fiona McDougall as the quality improvement manager on a full-time basis. Because in addition to do the collaborative, doing the collaborative, I have my day job as kind of deputy chief executive here in South Ayrshire. So uh, Fiona does the the day to day running, and we had now have in place uh, an engagement officer who comes from a CLD background. She's doing a great job of getting out. We want to focus on rural deprivation, for example, and with her skill set, she's out engaging with young people in rural areas across the collaborative to identify what the issues are. So we have that partnership officer who will also engage with parents and hopefully local businesses uh, as well as an initial focus on rural deprivation. Um, We have uh, somebody on a part-time basis for each of the work streams. We have um, a part-time statistician who's seconded from Dumfries and Galloway. So um, various people now working on a part-time or full-time basis on the work streams and progressing them. So I have the, the overview and make sure the plans in place and you know uh, moving along fine but on a day-to-day basis Fiona's doing a great job so it's it's ticking along well it's making um, good progress there is a sense of momentum building around the collaborative. And what kind of factors then do you think have, have, are leading to the success of your collaborative and you know can you say a bit more about how you, you propose to to move forward? In terms of the success <laughs> that it has always struck me that when you get teachers together in a room, there is a real creativity and energy um, about it. When we have um, been able to get a group of teachers or head teachers or principal teachers together to discuss areas of common concern, there's a real energy and positivity about it. You know, like so over the, the last 18 months, we had, you know, we had the initial... Um, a collaborative event in Kilmarnock and there were about 240 there and workshops and all the rest of it, mainly head teachers at that point. But there was a real positivity and a real energy and a real willingness to engage with the challenging, the, the issues that are common to all of us that we all face, the struggle to get teachers in front of classes because of the 
lack of supply teachers or subject specialists, the um, the, the cut in resources or budget that everybody's uh, dealing with. So um, getting people together to, to address these challenges and then, you know, much more of the kind of professional stuff like assessment and moderation, agreement about a standard, all of these things. When you get teachers and head teachers together, looking and working together to come up with solutions there's a real positive energy about it so that has been that has been really encouraging and really good because although there was the initial that was for head teachers we wanted to get to teachers and principal teachers you know we had an event for principal teachers um we had an event focused on maths uh, and numeracy and People coming together there is there is a certain commonality across there sure there will be because of a fairly close to each other. A lot of people will know each other, will have gone to college together. Getting them together in the same room, working on things, real positivity, that has been that has been great and has led to a sense of purpose, a sense that the collaborative can make a difference, can contribute something in addition to what we're doing at local authority uh, already. Um, and that working with a bigger pool of people um, can can be good. You know, in South Ayrshire, we only have eight secondary schools. So, you know, there's a limited number of, of teachers in, in, in a, a, any one area. Um, but the collaborative, um, bringing people together and working at collaborative scale is helpful. So these events um, have helped build a sense of momentum, build a sense of purpose and an ex- a hope and expectation that the collaborative can deliver something in addition to what local authorities are doing. And I would hope to build on that momentum. And we had our, our day recently, I think, I think from memory, it was the 8th of March over at the Princess Royal Suite in Air. And as I said, there were around 200 there, really good workshops. The Deputy First Minister was there. His input was really positively received. Um, it, it, it was a good day with the despite the fact that it was very it was kind of coming up to the Easter holidays people were tired but it was a good positive day so I would hope to build on that and uh, continue to deliver on the phase two plan that we've set out this year um, we now have people in, in posts helping to kind of move things along a bit more quickly uh, take stock by the summer see where we are and then plan for the year ahead after that and in terms of uh, moving forward and with with phase two and and taking forward your plans for the for the coming months and years, um, to to what extent did the, the Scottish government's interim review of you know nationally of regional improvement collaboratives uh, aid your your thinking and your planning? Yeah, the the interim review was um, positive. Uh, I I thought you know it was it it, it was a review that took place. Um, focusing only on the first six months of the collaborative, and it really was about process. It was about, you know, the the initial plans, the initial, you know, getting the rec leads in place, and and so on. So it, it was focused in process. But for all that, I thought it was overall a broadly positive um, report. Um, and and the messages in there were were interesting, but overall they said, yeah, okay, so far, let's see what the impact is. And I think we're we're coming closer to the point where we need to say, okay, we've all invested a bit of time and resource in the collaboratives. 
what difference are they actually making? So I think the next step, the interim review was fine. It was about the first six months. It was about setting them up, getting a plan in place. And broadly, it was saying this was done at significant pace. We managed to get them up and running in a very short space of time. I mean, I think the Deputy First Minister described it as an aggressive timescale. And I think it was an aggressive timescale. I mean, I was in post. I was appointed on like the 1st of November or something like that, 31st of October, uh, and had to have the phase one plan in by the 31st of January. So for us, it really was from a standing start. Um, so the, the, the interim review, I thought, was broadly quite positive. But I think from for the next review, the, the question's going to be around... Um, so what difference is it all making? You know, does it actually make a difference uh, in the classroom to the to your average practitioner? Do they know that the South West Collaborative exists? You know, are they aware that it's making any difference to their daily professional life as a teacher? That's going to be the question the next time round. And is it going to make a difference to their learning experience and their learning outcomes for children and young people? So that that will be the next um, stage, I would say. And just finally, Douglas, uh, I know that there's different approaches to communicating the, the, the news and the work of the collaboratives. You know, some I know in other parts of the country are using, for example, Twitter and other forms of social media. But um, how would uh, listeners go about finding out more information about, about your particular collaborative? Yes, uh, I, we, have, we now have a Twitter um, account, but I'd have to say I've got it on my own uh, on Twitter, but I don't know. I don't know what it is actually. So it's we are on Twitter. There isn't uh, a website. There's information on the the plan, for example, will be on the uh, the phase two plans on the South Ayrshire website. We've got an area in Glow, but that's probably just for people within the Southwest uh, clubs. So we're using Glow to uh, share information. Um, so it would be through um, our Twitter feed. But I mean, if you just looked for SWEC, S W E I C it'll probably come up. So if you looked on Twitter, you'd find it there. And Fiona may do go tweets regularly from all the events and any news or anything that's kind of going on. That's great, Douglas. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out as we just approach the, the, the Easter break. Um, really appreciate it and uh, for explaining in, in, in great depth the work. And on um, behalf of all listeners, I, I wish you all the, the very best to, to you and your team as you take forward the plans for the future. Thank you, David. Pleasure talking to you.